and welcome back to the Marvel Shop Podcast. My name is Theo, and I'll be your host as we explore the early days of Walt Disney Imagineering. We'll learn about some incredible people, experience extinct attractions, and always be on the lookout for some extra pixie dust. Recently, I got a copy of the book Women of Walt Disney Imagineering, and so far it has been an amazing read. One thing that I've really been wanting to change about this podcast is the fact that there are so many more episodes about male Imagineers than female Imagineers, and this book is definitely going to help with that issue. The time period for these women is a bit different than I normally focus on, as it's a bit later, but I think it's really important to tell these women's stories, both because there weren't as many women as men in Imagineering, and because, of course, I find their stories really interesting. I always love learning about people's contributions to Disneyland and other Disney parks, no matter what time period. So today's episode is going to be about Kathy Rogers, a person who I think really sums up the second generation of Imagineers, the first people who grew up with Disneyland and ended up having a career there. Kathy Rogers was born and raised in Southern California, and her father worked in food service at Disneyland. In 1972, in order to support herself through college, Kathy took a summer job as a parking attendant at Disneyland, and ended up becoming a full-time cast member, working attractions such as the Matterhorn and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. She was promoted to a position training new cast members when her manager overheard her clearly explaining the procedure that must be followed when Big Thunder Mountain broke down. Her explanations to her co-worker were very clear, and she checked to make sure that they understood after each step. So, her manager, recognizing that talent, wanted her to officially train others to perform tasks. This was just her beginning of a long career in managing and helping colleagues. In 1982, she was loaned from Disneyland to Walt Disney Imagineering to help with the installation of New Fantasyland in Disneyland. She had no experience with show producing, as her title was called, but she quickly figured out that it required impeccable time management and the curiosity to understand the needs of all different disciplines in a situation. Rogers has said that she really had no plan for what she wanted to become an expert in, but that during her time at Disney, she learned about pretty much everything there was. I think that this is really the true spirit of Imagineering, combining disciplines almost like a puzzle. In a lot of companies, being a manager or a producer probably doesn't seem as exciting as being one of the more traditionally artistic or creative people, but Kathy Rogers shows that, at least in Imagineering, that management and production is its very own kind of creative. She got to learn and understand all of the different elements that have to combine to make an effective attraction or land, and had the responsibility and opportunity to combine them in the best possible way. She had to figure out which compromises were appropriate in which situations, and had to understand what things absolutely could not be compromised on. To me, that sounds like a really cool job, and it actually sounds quite reminiscent of what Walt Disney himself did. In a very real way, Walt Disney was the producer of Disneyland, meaning that Kathy Rogers' position as show producer is clearly very important. So, what projects did Kathy work on? To put it broadly, a mix of everything. More specifically, she spent a lot of time on Muppet Vision 3D, many never-created attractions for Disneyland Paris, Disney California Adventure, which she has described as the most challenging of her projects, and Expedition Everest in Disney's Animal Kingdom in Florida. She believes that Everest is the best design she ever did, in terms of how she was able to combine the talents of everyone working on the project to create a fun, immersive, and enjoyable attraction. Later, she worked on adding things to existing attractions, such as Jack Sparrow Departs for the Caribbean, 
and she also worked heavily on Star Tours. Something that really stood out to me about Kathy Rogers is the way in which her work as a cast member informed her work as an Imagineer. Up until this point on the model shop, we focused on people who wouldn't have been able to work as cast members before becoming Imagineers because Disneyland simply didn't exist yet. But with Kathy Rogers, we can begin to see not only the very obvious overlap and parallels between the skills of cast members and Imagineers, especially Imagineers in Kathy Rogers' position, but the similarity in the intensity of the dedication to guest experiences. Kathy Rogers is the first Imagineer we've covered who does not have a main street window. And although I think that every Imagineer deserves a main street window, we're going to flip that sad fact into some pixie dust for today. There are countless Imagineers who have created concepts, details, music, smells, food, and other parts of Disney parks who will never fully be recognized for their work. Even most of the more famous Imagineers are relatively unknown to many people who visit the parks. And while I think that everyone who has ever contributed anything deserves their very own window, I think that there are other ways to honor their work. Firstly, enjoying the park and noticing the little details that Imagineers work so hard on. And of course, learning as much as possible about as many Imagineers as possible in all different disciplines. That's why I'm so passionate about this topic. I want to learn about all the people who have created Disney parks from the most famous original Imagineers to ones that no one has ever heard of. I hope that you agree and that I will see you next time on the Model Shop Podcast. Some of these episodes are going to be a bit shorter because there is less information, but I really hope that these little mini episodes are still interesting and help you get a little profile on some Imagineers that maybe you haven't heard of before. And I will see you real soon.